Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the podcast Daddy Variety Show, the only show that massages your ears sensually. And now, your host, the podcast Daddy. Welcome, everybody, to the Podcast Daddy Variety Show. I am your host, your mom's favorite podcast host and streamer, the Podcast Daddy. And this is the very first episode of my solo run podcast. Now, to answer any quick questions, yes, Short Bus Riders and Cannibal Wine Tasting are both axed. No bad blood between me and the other co-host. Just wanted to start doing my own thing. It's nothing against either of them. I just wanted to run my own show. Now... In the pandemic we are currently facing, which is COVID-19, we are hearing a lot of bad news. Infection rates are rising, death rates are rising, but obviously, if we get bad news, there also follows great news. And when I seen this, I almost lost my shit because I am a big, 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 gigantic fan of graphic novels, especially obscure ones that not a lot of people have heard of, but... They're the little gems you find while searching through the internet, and when you come across a couple of them, you just think, yes, finally, finally. And with a recent increase in media picking up comic books and graphic novels and making them into live-action videos, or, or live, well, yeah, live-action videos and TV series, there's a couple of them that I'm still waiting for, but... Not a lot of them are going to get picked up, which I understand, like Crossed. Crossed will never be a TV show or get an adaption, which I've come to grips with that because it is gory, violent, a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, forced cuddling, if you get my point. But I did get hit with this little gem of beauty right here. Robert Downey Jr. drops Marvel for new DC comic show, Sweet Tooth on Netflix. Now, what I am so excited for is what I was wor- well, what I was worried about to begin with is Robert Downey Jr. is done with Marvel, completely done with them, and I thought, great. So, what's his next move? What- because I'm a gigantic Robert Downey Jr. fan, so I was wondering what his next move in uh, the career uh, in the film industry was, and if this is the next move, I am so fucking excited. Robert Downey Jr. has announced his next project, Netflix series, Sweet Tooth. The show is adapted from the DC Comics series of the same name by Jeff Lemire, marking a leap for the Iron Man actor from Marvel, DC. Downey Jr. shares the news on Twitter, confirming he and his producing partner and wife, Susan Downey, would be helming the show. (laughs) I'm so excited because the uh, the person who picked up Preacher, which another one of my all-time favorite, all-time favorite graphic novels Seth Rogen picked that up and also The Boys and we have seen how both of those are gigantic hits on Hulu and on Amazon Prime if you have not watched either of those I greatly recommend you going and at least watching the first season of Preacher it may not be for everybody but at least give it a try it is beautifully it is beautifully written it is beautifully made you get indulged with the characters this is not a Preacher stream I promise (laughs) or podcast the sweetest things are worth waiting for. Susan and I are producing a... Oh, damn you. Susan and I are producing a Netflix original series, Sweet Tooth, based on the comic by Jeff Lemire. Can't wait to share it with you all. 
Sweet Tooth follows Gus, a boy who is part deer who leaves his home in the forest to discover a brand new world. He joins a makeshift family full of other animal children to make sense of his existence. Robert Downey Jr. will not star in Sweet Tooth, instead casting Christian Convery, non so un oh, I can't read half these names. Holy shit. James Brolin. Who is James? Wait, who is James Brolin? I've never see a lot of these a lot of these new actors they bring up. James Brolin. Okay. Oh. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. That this is gonna sound weird for the podcast audience. But Jay, I had to look up James Brolin real quick because that name sounded familiar. When it comes to new actors or new when it comes to the new generation of actors, I have to look them up because I don't remember I don't remember anybody and they're just and they just keep coming out and coming out and coming out and they're like, Oh, so and so one's doing this. And I'm like, I have the slightest fucking idea who that is. Robert Downey Jr. Okay, so the Netflix series will feature eight one hour episodes written by Jim Mickle and Beth Schwartz, with Mickle also directing. That I have an issue with the hour episodes because I have the attention span of a caffeinated squirrel. So one hour episodes, really, you have to really catch my attention for me to keep watching. The only show that I've ever seen that can really keep my attention the entire like hour is Shameless. And I just started, I just restarted watching Shameless because I watched the last season, which amazing. I would love to give a review, but I don't, I don't give that much of a shit on <laughs> that much of a shit on reviewing TV shows. So let's go back to the article, finish it up, and then unfortunately this is followed by bad news in the media world. But let's finish this and we'll go right back to it. Downey Jr. most recently starred in Doolittle as the eponym eponymous I, wow, I really need to build up on my reading skills. As the eponymous director also produced under his team Downey Banner. Oh wow, he has his own Oh, okay. So, elsewhere, Downey Jr. recently told BBC Radio 1 that he would have liked to play Clint Brockway Hawkeye in the Marvel Cinematic Universe if he hadn't been cast as Iron Man. That, I don't think, would have worked. If you want me to be completely honest, I don't think Robert Downey Jr. as Hawkeye would have exactly been the best thing. Mostly because the way Robert Downey Jr. acts is a lot more parallel to the way that Tony Stark in the comics acts, if that makes any sense. Now, <laughs> uh, with good news, we also get followed by news that makes me want to put my child through the wall. Not because my child irritates me, but because this is so fucking dumb. Now, I'm going to say this before I continue on. I do not know the validity validity of this article because I have not heard it anywhere else so if there's a confirmation about this please send it go to the discord or send it to me on twitter and let me know if this is actual or if this is just somebody making a, a satire article which is found a lot nowadays and it's hard to tell which is which Disney drops Deadpool and Jack Sparrow for less toxic female characters <sighs> okay this is where my issue lies. Let's let's read the article and then I'm going to I'm going to go over why I think this is This whole female movement is dumb in movies, but I'm going to go through this, I'm going to read it and then do what I do. 
As the Disney dinosaurs, old group old school producers and the like begin to head into retirement, their bottom line is becoming a lot younger and more liberal. This is resulting in the sudden burst of diversity and beloved Disney IPs. <laughs> Yay. So excited to get more liberal to get more liberal shit out of Disney. Yeah, I, I, I really can't explain it more than f fucking yay. <sighs> Disney recently acquired all of 20th Century Fox's film rights last year when they bought the company's when they bought the company, and while they are excited to introduce some of the new heroes into their existing Marvel Cinematic Universe, they aren't that excited about Deadpool or his sequels. Why not? He makes you fucking money. He makes you a shit ton of money. That movie was a fucking box office hit on the first one. Yeah, it was a rated R Marvel movie. And not now, benefit of the doubt, it's not the first rated R Marvel movie, but it's the first one that people seen... And as soon as it released, everybody's like, yes, we have to go. We have to see this. We have to make this a big thing so we can get more. We need more rated R Marvel movies. We need more violence. We need more action. We need, we need more comics that go into the grittier side. We need, well, not comics. We need more movies that are going into the grittier side of of the comic books, not just the lighthearted, ah ha ha, here's a couple jabs, here's bright colors, boom, box office hit. No, we need more of the grittier shit. Okay, back to, back to the article. After the acquisition of Fox, Disney did announce that they'd continue to produce rated R Deadpool movies under the Fox banner, now, ne now legally known as 20th Century Studios, but that has since changed. Ryan Reynolds said the merger meant that the Deadpool films would be going in a completely new direction due to Disney's family-friendly visage. This has apparently changed as Disney are seemingly distanced themselves from Merc with the Mouth despite both previous films being box office hits. Bounding into comics reported Rob Liefeld, creator of Deadpool, lashed out at Disney Marvel for abandoning the third installment. Good. Fuck them. Serious. <laughs> Fuck them. If you are going to drop one of your biggest fucking movie movie cash cows then fuck you that's 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 all i can say about that is just sh fuck right off it's it's so dumb that you're gonna throw away what could possibly be one of the biggest ideas that came out of it since obviously we're out of the infinity gauntlet saga that we just seen finished with endgame i want to say last year last year was last year released endgame if i'm if I know my nerd shit correctly. We, we need something new to come in and replace the revenue that you're going to lose with no longer having a saga. And you guys are going to take 50 years to continue this new saga that nobody has any idea. The first Marvel movie we get this year to start the saga off is Black Widow who fucking died in Endgame. Why couldn't we get that Marvel movie when or before she fucking died? Everybody else got a beginning one. I mean, Jesus, we got three Iron Man films before he fucking died at the, end, at the end of Endgame. So why do we need a Black Widow movie now? When she is dead, she sacrificed herself. Cool, we get a backstory. I don't give a fuck about a backstory. I want to continue on with the sagas that you guys are trying to produce. Not just, hey, she's dead. We need a cash grab because we have no fucking idea what we're doing right now. Here's a Black Widow backstory. Have fucking fun. Blow me. <sighs> Deadpool isn't the only male character that Disney plans on phasing out. Despite the demand and hype for the return of Johnny Depp as Captain Jack Sparrow in the beloved Pirates of the Caribbean film series, 
Disney have opted to go a different direction altogether and instead replace him with a female protagonist. I'm going to fucking blow my brains out. Why? 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 Fucking why? Why? We do not need this. We... The decision to abandon a beloved male protagonist is not a professional, but rather a personal choice made by the newcomers of both Disney and Marvel. Oh, God damn it. Oh, God damn Okay. Okay. Bisha K. Alley is a part of the new bottom line of Disney Marvel, and she is panning the script for the upcoming Disney Plus original Marvel's Miss Marvel fucking A. I knew, that, I knew it was going to happen. I, I seen it coming. I seen this fucking coming. Bisha is a screenwriter and stand-up com- oh, stand-up comedian. Yeah, stand-up comedian. No, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a great uh, stand-up comedian, isn't she? Oh, is a screenwriter and stand-up comedian known for her personal and political comedy. I bet she just makes the best... I, I mm, Let's... I'm, after this, I'm going to look up what kind of comedy she made. As a performer, Bisha is frequently on the Guilty Feminist... Oh, my God. It's like I can't read this without my brain hurting. I, I cannot read this without my fucking head wanting to explode. <sighs> As a performer, Bisha is frequently on the Guilty Feminist podcast, and she co-hosts the BBC Radio 4 podcast, Grown Up Land, where she discussed the pandemic of toxic masculinity and pop culture. This is, see, it's shit like this that makes me want to, that makes me think this is a satire article, because nobody can be that much... Nobody can be that fucking blind to toxic masculinity or be that blindsided to think, oh, we need to remove all these characters that have made money to replace them with strong female characters. Fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here with this. Uh, and especially opening up with, Obama is dreamy, Bisha said in her Grown Up Land podcast. He sings, he dances, he cries, whereas Trump is basically toxic masculinity 101. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Oh my God. This it it this is this blows my mind that we actually b- want to believe somebody that says Trump is basically toxic. We let we are letting this person run shit or be a a voice. Oh my God. Why? Why? Why are we letting? Why are we letting this run any or, or be part of anything? Without no say, it's like, hey, I said this. Oh, that's a great fucking idea. Well, let's have her do it. No, fuck, God. In the podcast, Bisha asserts that men who don't openly cry in public have dangerous underlying mental health issues that will most likely result in him violently lashing out at women, i.e. beating them and abusing them. That's not exactly true. Most people don't like to cry in public because... I'm, uh, because most women will take advantage of that. They will see you're crying and they'll be like, well, look at this little bitch. Look at him crying like a little insert my favorite word here because I can't exactly say it, but no, stop trying to take out men in everything. Why do we need females? Why do we need female characters for everything? Yes, I get female representation, but what's going to happen when it's all females and all your movies tank because you guys are trying to push this hard fucking narrative. This hard narrative of straying woman. But what, what's going to happen when nobody goes to watch Marvel movies anymore? Because it's just going to be like, wow, fuck. Great. Now we get to go watch another Marvel movie where, you know, strong woman. Yay. Pandering. Love it. We all love pandering so fucking much, don't we? 
She goes on to discuss how toxic masculinity is enforced onto your onto our youth via pop culture through toxic masculine characters like superhero and the like. The Miss Marvel showrunner has also deleted over 5,000 controversial tweets, some of which were alleged to be calling for violence against white men. Huh. Huh. Hmm. So you're, so you're going to do the same thing that you go after other people for doing. Like, who was it? The director of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 made, I think, a child-diddling joke, like, so many years back. I don't know the specific details. I just know he made a child-diddling child joke, and he got flamed everywhere. Basically got called a pedophile. People wanted his head on a fucking spike. And that was, that was terrible. That was awful. We never want him to work on anything. We never want him to do another fucking project with Disney or Marvel because it, we, we can't have that sort of toxic toxicity in this, in this company. That's just uncalled for. But you can delete 5,000 tweets and still have a job. <laughs> this is peak. This is peak hypocrisy is what it is. It is top tier hypocrisy. Donna previously commented that she had absolute no interest in the toxic culture of comic books and superheroes and and like Bisha K, Allie has discussed toxic male and the fragile male ego on se several of her podcasts. What fragile male ego? It's not fragile male ego. It's you motherfuckers taking what we have, what we want, you know, what has made, what is, what has basically shaped us and molded us into the people we are today, which not, the media is not to blame. If you think the media is to blame about anything, about the way anybody is raised, you are fucking retarded. It's not the media. This goes back to my know the difference between media and real life. Okay, because I grew up playing violent video games. I grew up listening to songs about rape, violence, murder, all of the worst shit in this world. I grew up on that. And I am a sane human being. And if you can't differ between the media and reality, you don't need to be participating in it. And if you think that we are formed from this, you need to take a step the fuck back. <sighs> and then, of course, here's the tweet by Dana Schwartz. Men really need to take a deep breath. And then somebody replied, so when you're on Instagram, is there a mention that that you're passionate about comic books in a medium where frauds are spotted like criminals causing casing a bank. How do you truly believe you'll write something interesting? I would say good luck, but that would imply you give a shit beyond your own upward mobility. So how about don't fuck up a comic character created by a company that has grown that see that is, that is my point right there. If you don't know shit about the character, if you don't even like, I'm not saying you have to read every single issue that comes across. I'm not saying that whatsoever. Because not many people do. I, I haven't read every issue of Spider-Man or every issue of Batman or every issue of Deadpool. But I know if I was on a creative team working on a previously, um, a previously made IP, I would want to respect its roots and where it came from, maybe throwing, it on, maybe throwing a little splash, but still staying true to the character. That's, I think that's one thing that really irritates me is when people come in and want to work on these previously made IPs, they want a new character, completely new character. Fuck everything that they've built, you know? 
like Deadpool. We could have him as a smart-ass, chimichanga-eating, killing, I basically just a snarky asshole. A snarky, gun-toting, chimichanga-eating asshole. And if you want to throw that out, then don't piss and moan when people don't go and see it or you go on Metacritic or IMDB or Rotten Tomatoes and see the ratings are below three stars. They only get two stars and it's like, well, this dropped because of toxic masculinity. No, it dropped because you're a retarded cunt. That's why. That's why the ratings dropped. And you guys wanted to make a whole new thing that didn't need to be fucking made at all. I get a fucking headache doing all this shit. Holy fuck. We've already seen classic film franchises like Star Wars change, and according to Insiders, the future of the sci-fi fantasy series is female-centric. Okay. Okay. I, I'm probably going to only read a little bit more of this because this is... This is it's getting under my skin that I, that I feel as though females are ruining comics and media. Not all, but the feminist push that fucker into hyperdrive. Toxic females are pushing that fucker into overdrive, and it's just not going to go well for anybody that thinks this is a good idea. I, that's, that, that's just how it's going to go. It's no big secret that Disney are mainly focusing on female characters across the board. The next phase in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is mostly female. Natalie Portman will be taking over as the mighty Thor. Ironheart will take over for Iron Man. Shuri will become the Black Panther and She-Hulk will replace the Hulk. Deadpool and Jack Sparrow are very masculine and charismatic heroes. They are strong and confident. These qualities are considered to be toxic by the new writers at Disney Marvel and this is why they are being replaced or outright cut. Aurora New Dawn lists the following masculine traits as being toxic. Being stoic. I don't know what that means. Being promiscuous. Females are promiscuous too, you dumb cunt. Being heterosexual. Females can be heterosexual too, you dumb cunt. Being dominant. Females can be dominant too, you dumb cunt. Risk-taking. Females can be risk-taking too, you dumb cunt. The, The hypocrisy in this is, it's blinding. It's really blinding. Oh my god. In a nutshell, these traits can be used to describe both Deadpool and Jack Sparrow. These are the toxic traits that new writers at Disney and Marvel are trying to avoid including in their male characters. Unfortunately, some male protagonists are just too white and too male for the new readers to tackle and therefore they are being dropped. Excited for the future of Disney? Looking forward to see more... No, fuck fuck that. I'm not excited. There's no... There is not a single part of me that is even close to... There is not a single part of me that is excited for this. Not a single part of me is excited for this new female wave that is happening. Why? Because none of this sounds appealing. None of this sounds amazing. <laughs> oh, we have a new female IP that she's going to be she's going to be strong, she's going to be chris charismatic and it's going to come to the point where females are going to drag their husbands or boyfriends to these movies no longer the other way around and this is going to tank the film industry the comic book industry it's going to fucking tank it we've already seen a slow decline 
in a lot of comic book movies. DC is a pure example of fan service. I just don't see this ending well. I don't. And being a comic book fan, this really breaks my this really breaks my heart because I really like comic books and I love graphic novels, but it's it's just not gonna end well for anybody. Not not at all. <laughs> oh. So uh, one more one more topic about females in media. If you've been on Twitter, you have obviously seen I don't exactly know her name. After what she says, I could really give a shit less what her name is. Oh god. Oh god, it's full screen. If you've been on Twitter, you've obviously seen what many have called her Dear Girl. She's been causing a lot of controversy, and she is Twitch's new what exact she's Twitch's new security. Basically, she represents the security of Twitch. Which we all know is kind of hit or miss a lot of the times. I mean, Alinity flashed a titty and boom. Still has, still has a Twitch. Well, I can't remember if she got banned for that or not. I think she got like a 30-day ban and then back. I mean, showing a whole ass titty like, bloop. Still has a channel. So, uh, Twitch is moderate. I mean, I'm on Twitch. I love Twitch. You know, I've kind of got my footing there. But sometimes you're kind of like, really, dude, you, you couldn't switch it up a little bit. So this is Twitch's new head of security and moderation. Well, no, I just, I'm just not cool with white supremacy, y'all. It's really not that, I think a lot of you game. No, you know, many, many of us, many of us are against white supremacy. I'm going to finish the clip and then I'll give, I'll give my two cents about it. ...are actually white supremacists. Sorry, just a fact of how I feel, which is actually white supremacists. Okay, let's, let's rewatch that one more time because I want you to get the full effect of what was just said. Are actually white supremacists. No, I just, I'm just not cool with white supremacy, y'all. It's really not that I think a lot of you gamers are actually white supremacists. Sorry just a fact of how I feel which is most of you gamers are white supremacists yes most people who play video games as a pastime or use it to kind of wind down from a long day of work you're a white supremacist you turn on your ps4 you support Hitler you pop you turn on a game on steam you want all the Jews gone You even speak a word in voice chat. You are starting hate speech. You are trying to raise a white nationalist world by playing video games. How fucking dare you? How dare you want to be a white supremacist by playing video games? You are trash. You are absolute trash. <laughs> and what? In what world? Does that make sense? In what single world does that little blurb even make a close smidgen of a fucking sense? And this is a person who is now in control of a lot of shit. A lot of shit on Twitch. There's a couple more clips I want to look up that give a perfect example. And I can't remember I can't remember her name. That's how much 
in my brain when and see everybody just when it comes to this everybody just gives their own opinion and doesn't actually post the clips without their commentary on it so I can't find the original clips and I don't feel like hunting them down but a lot of this is it's weird it's it's a fun it's a fun thing to see it's it, it's definitely dear girl shit I'm just gonna gonna put that out there all right last thing in media is we're gonna go to this was this was released last Friday uh as many of you know six nine has gotten out of or gotten out of prison for being a rat basically snitching on everybody and anybody to get his ass to get his ass out of prison and to not get fucked up and he of course everybody knows when you get out of prison you have when you get out of prison, you have to release a song. It just comes with the territory. So, six not, if you can see right here, 6 9 believes Billboard is about to cheat him out of number one. Mm, you're not getting number one because people like your song. You're getting number one because it's becoming a meme. And we all know when a song becomes a meme, it gets really, really fucking big. So, let's watch this. And if and we'll stop and give critiques at points. I'm gonna make this real quick because I'll be real disappointed if Billboard gets paid for number ones, somehow manipulate the charts. I want the whole world to see this. Billboard usually manipulates charts because they want what they see as top charting to be at the top. So, duh. Again. Durr, I think they've been doing that even before I've been alive, even before most of my generation has been alive, so. Durr. Because what I'm about to show you is a forecast, right, of what every label in the world gets. Atlantic, Interscope, Republic, Columbia, Sony, Universal Music, every label gets this, right? He knows his record labels. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. He does. I hate this because it's like uh, it's like on the Cleveland show where he had that uh, notepad where... He, where he was checking off things for his son, uh, Cleveland Brown, his, his son Junior, and it was marked dumb and smart. And right now I'm just chalking it up on both because he sounds kind of educated when he talks. Like, he sounds like he knows what he's talking about. But on the other hand, you have a song that goes, ha ha, big mad, big sad. This forecast was today, Friday. So it was sent yesterday. This is the forecast from yesterday, right? Number one, Doja Cat, Say So. Number two, 6ix9ine, Gooba. Number three, The Weeknd, Blinding Lights. Four, Megan Thee Stallion. Number five, Ariana Grande. I just want to put this out here. I don't know how any of the any of the songs from The Weeknd's new album is on the Billboard top because I thought that album was extremely underwhelming. Just putting that out there. We're stuck with you. Last night, which is completely illegal, last night, last second, like last hour, Stuck With You by Ariana Grande submits 60,000 units out of nowhere, completely out of nowhere. This is the forecast they sent every label. It puts Ariana Grande was Stuck With You at 43.7, which jumps 12 points. They went from being fifth place to first place out of nowhere. Well, okay, that's mostly... Mostly because a lot of people like Ariana Grande. 
a lot of people love Ariana Grande. That's why. It's not because they cheated you. It's because maybe people finally got the hint that, hey, Ariana Grande released a new song. Oh, shit. Let's give it a listen. Obviously, your new song's not going to be played on the radio. Ariana Grande's new song is going to be played on the radio. More gets played on the radio, more people look it up on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever you use to stream music. It's going to get played more. So it's not they're jipping you out of shit. They just found out that the pop star who's actually rising pretty, you know, who actually has quite a decent fan base. I mean, Jesus Christ. From Nickelodeon to here, of course it's going to jump up. What do you say? It was number five. Of course it's going to jump up four spots in the span of a couple days. She has a lot of teenage fans that have, hold on, let me, have one of these, one of these phones that can stream music. And when you have people that constantly stream the song, I'm going to do this one more time. It's going to jump up. No matter what. Right? It puts Gooba 40 points. So Gooba never jumps to number one, but Ariana jumps from number five to number one. And then they post for a very limited time. Go So Billboard, I'll be real disappointed because this is for every rapper, artist in the world, every genre. If you manipulate the charts, right? And you create bundles. Let's go. Let's go to Gooba, right? Let's go. Again, most rappers actually produce good songs that have more of a meaning than, again, let me, let me look up, uh, whoop, if I could actually spell that right. Let's just go, let's just go to the lyrics of, uh, <coughs> Gooba. Uh, <coughs> because I can't. This this and you're wondering why the song didn't get major play. Drop it down and wobble, wobble up. Mommy booted up. She got down and gobble, gobble up, cause my money up. Slide, slide in the Bentley trucka, the Wraith trucka. Your bestie is a dick sucker. I big dub her. Asalama Lake. Uh, I can't say that. I never could say that word. So he's mad she's mad big sad ha ha don't care stay mad aha 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 what part of that do you think people will want to uh have that as number one on the billboard charts just just saying just putting that out there you know peak lyricism usually gets you somewhere but peak retardation gets you places too go to goober real quick goober stream over 200 million streams more than stuck with you doja cat more than every artist that released a song this week double the times it's a landslide right sony doja cat is i think i believe it was sony sony placed an audit to billboard and they said we want to see your numbers because we're not comfortable being number three we want number one I mean, no, I think they said we're comfortable with Takashi being number one, but why are we number three? So Universal Music has put an audit in and Sony has put an audit in because. I don't know. I don't feel bad for the dude. You snitched on a lot of people. You snitched on a lot of fucking people and your song is not exactly the the lyrical 
uh, message you could put out. So I really don't really don't feel bad when I hear, oh, I'm not number one. I'm not number one. Like, okay, well, sucks to suck. Guess you shouldn't have been a fucking rat, you know? So the last thing that I'm going to cover today. Now, as many of you know, I'm from Michigan. I actually, it, I know it's, I know it's shit because I can't exactly bring it up, but I do have a Michigan tattoo. So I'm proud of my state. I am very proud of the home state I am in. My governor, on the other hand, I can't fucking stand her, especially during this whole COVID-19 thing. Why? Why do you... She has done so much to piss off the state, including pushing the stay-at-home order back to, I think, May 20-something. I know she's pushed it back farther, but people are still going out. We're not listening whatsoever. So why do you keep doing this? Why do you think we're going to fucking listen to you at any time? At any time, why do you think we're going to be like, oh, <laughs> well, fuck. Whitmer said we can't do this. I guess we, I guess we got to listen now. Uh, and we got represented. Yes, instead of being represented by, well, I would say Tom Petty, but ooh, ooh, that's, a, that's, a rough, that's a rough slope, being represented by Tom Petty. Really, the only two big celebrities that I could think of in this time that we could be represented by is either the insane clown posse or Eminem because I they have a lot more they would have a lot more ideas instead of some random person or a governor who looks like she really doesn't even care for the best of care for the best of Michigan. She's just swinging her political dick like, "Hey, look what I've done. Look what I've done for the state. Look how look how we're listening to the state home where we're doing such a great job while her state Oh, we are hating her fucking guts. Oh, I've, I've, I'm following a Facebook group that is, and I, I don't even follow it because I went out of my way to look at it. I got tagged and I got sent an invite to a Michigan, a Michigan loyal group. And it is just flame after flame after flame of hating Whitmer. Now we got represented on The View. And I don't have high hopes for what she says, if you want me to be completely honest. I want to ask you, uh, Michigan has the fourth highest number of coronavirus uh, deaths in the country. Hey, at least we're in the top something. Fucking get at us, boys. <laughs> and not only are you trying to keep everyone safe, but you're also dealing with armed protesters, uh against your stay-at-home orders. These protesters... Okay, now I'm all for protests. I'm all for freedom of speech. I'm all for freedom of protest. But bringing a machine gun to a protest is kind of, uh, kind of taking that line where it's like, yes, we support this. Well, here's my machine gun. Oh. I, I, I still support it, but we really could have done without the guns, man. I mean, that just makes it look like first person to pop off. Shit's hitting the fan. That's all I can say. Shit is hitting the fan fucking hard. Are they hindering the state's ability to contain the virus in any way? Well, I'll start with this. You know, Michigan is a state of almost 10 million people, and the vast majority of people in my state are doing the right thing, and they are taking... No, we're not. We're not paying attention to the stay-at-home order. We're not paying attention to the social distancing. We are not paying to a single fucking thing you're saying. 
So if you think you have any merit, you are retarded. In this seriously, I am going to stay tethered to the science, the epidemiology. I'm going to make decisions based on facts, not based on, you know, political rhetoric or tweets for that matter. We're going to stay focused. Oh, if you paid attention to the tweets, you would hate your life. Your entire life, you would fucking hate it. Because what we're doing is working. We have seen our trajectory drop. We have seen our ability to test ramp up and the number of positives continue to decline. What we're doing is... Didn't Whoopi Goldberg at the beginning of this say that we are number four in the death rate? So how are we hitting the curve if we're currently sitting at number four? Those, I, I guess, in my mind... Uh, those numbers just don't make sense to me. <laughs> in, in my head, those numbers just don't make a lick of fucking sense to me. It's working. So these protests, they do undermine the effort. And it's very clearly a political statement that is playing out where people are coming together from across the state. They are congregating. They are not wearing masks. They are not staying six feet apart. And then they go back home into communities. And the risk of perpetuating the spread of COVID-19 is real. We've seen it happen. And that's why, you know, while I respect people's right to dissent, they need to do it in a way that is... Uh, we need to do it in a way that makes it where she doesn't look like she's doing a bad thing. We need, to, we need to do it in a way that makes her look good to the rest of the country. That's, the, that's basically what she's saying is, you guys can do this, but if it makes me look bad, I'm pushing this fucking stay-at-home order, and you motherfuckers are going to be forced to stay home longer. Like, come on, dude. Everybody is outside everybody is driving everybody's going to the stores or going to community areas what the fuck do you think pushing the stay-at-home order is gonna do beyond pissing off everybody in your fucking state responsible and does not put others at risk governor you know i was really struck by the fact that you've described the protests as some of the worst racism and awful parts of our history. And you even said that there were swastikas, Confederate flags, and nooses present. On a recent call, you asked Vice President Pence. Yeah, a lot of people have, uh, which this one is, this this one I, um, I very much disagree with. I think this is kind of a shot below the belt. Calling Whitmer Hitler, that's kind of pushing the line. I mean, I don't like her as much as the next person, but calling her Hitler... That's really pushing it. I think what she's doing is dumb, but again, comparing her to a Nazi leader, that's sort of pushing the narrative into overdrive. If he could discourage the protesters, do you think you will get his support? And given Trump's tweets to liberate Michigan, um, make a deal with protesters, do you feel the administration is helping? Whitmer, this is Sarah. Sarah, you've become the target of vicious, violent private Facebook Facebook groups that say you should be beaten and lynched. <laughs> Oops. Oopsie. Lynched. Some of those people plan to attend a rally uh, at the state capitol this Thursday. And also this week, the Capitol Commission delayed a decision on banning firearms. Are you at all... Oh, no. See... Oh, that's opening up a whole can of worms trying to ban guns in Michigan. That's opening up a whole can of fucking worms. <laughs>
Oh, if she thinks that's gonna actually do something, holy shit. Oh, have so much fucking fun with that. There's a certain area where she says the more we protest, the more likely it is to push the stay-at-home order, and that's what I'm trying to find right now. Fearful for your uh, personal safety? Well, I would be um, not truthful if I said it didn't bother me. It certainly does. I'm fortunate that the Michigan State Police is an incredibly talented professional organization that <laughs> oversees um, the security of, of myself and my family, and I'm grateful <laughs> for that. But the fact of the matter is, no, not. Michigan Capital is one of the few capitals in the country where people can come with bearing arms. Um, and what we saw last week and what we anticipate seeing tomorrow is uh, those arms being used to intimidate others, to being brandished in a way that is to uh, strike fear into others. And Again, we could have done this protest without the guns. That's that one was that's kind of like taking it and punching that bitch into, you know, fifth gear. But yeah, that's just me. Everybody I, I feel everybody has their right to right to protest. But again, guns, fifth gear. Kind of just how I see it. That is not legal activity. And so this is a, a terribly um, concerning development in that we have legislators who are showing up to work wearing bulletproof vests. That is um, disenfranchising thousands of people in our state if their legislator doesn't feel safe enough to go to work and to do what their job. Most people in Michigan don't feel safe to step outside their fucking house because people are retarded, because people are dumb. And are doing drugs and they're afraid they're going to get stabbed by some fucking druggie walking down the street. Fuck the legislators. Now you motherfuckers get to see how we feel. Is. No one should stand in our way of doing our jobs. And I respect people's right to dissent, but that does not extend to endangering other people's lives. And we take it very seriously. Uh, Governor, it's Megan. Um, maybe it's the opinion of politicians that these protesters are just violent racists, but the Michigan state legislature has. Hold the fuck. We're Protesters are violent racists. What? She's white. Most of the people there are fucking white. It's not. Oh, Jesus Christ. Nobody is a racist towards Whitmer actually filed a lawsuit against you, claiming that your state of emergency extension to May 28th is unlawful. Um, since they did not approve it, are you acting beyond your authority here? And do you understand why there are so many concerned citizens about government overreach at this point? So the day this is recorded is May 18th, 2020. That's 10 more days she wanted to push this home, push this back. For whatever, like I said, the only reason she's pushing this back is to swing her political dick in front of everybody. To just show, hey, look what I'm doing for my state. I aren't I so great for doing this for my state? You guys aren't doing as much as me. I think you need to realize that. You're not doing as much as I am doing for this entire state. I think I am doing the greatest thing ever. Fuck out of here. Point. Of, of course. And you know what? I think that that is a robust debate that we should absolutely have. The fact of the matter is every decision that I've made has been on the right side of the Constitution and always centered by epidemiology, facts, and science, and to save lives. Michigan's had a uniquely tough time with COVID-19. We are the 10th largest state by population in this country, and yet 
for many weeks we have michigan's the 10th highest in population i don't know i think i i find that funny because michigan all we have in this state all we can do is just smoke and do smoke drink and fuck <laughs> that's all we do here so of course we're gonna be of course we're gonna be the 10th largest fucking state population because all we do is drink smoke and fuck <laughs> Okay. Okay. Sorry. I just, I just find, I find that comical. Oh, okay. Back to, back to this. Had the third highest number of COVID-19 cases. We still are um, number three when it comes to the number of deaths in our country. And that's. Hold on. Are, are we number three or are we number four is the real question. Because at the beginning of the interview, we heard Whoopi Goldberg say four. Now she may have got her facts wrong. Are we three or four? That's where I want to know because that obviously affects an opinion if we're number three or we're number four. I mean, it's a play, it's a, it's a simple increase of numbers, but it's still a good amount of increase in numbers. Required that we take this seriously, that we take action. We've seen our numbers show that this action is working. We have undoubtedly saved lives. And anyone who is contributing to uh, people not observing best practices and endangering others is undermining all of that work. We've taken these actions. We can't let all of the sacrifice that's been made be made in vain and watch people drop social distancing and go back to life as normal and run the I will I will agree with that. When this whole thing is over, I hope people stick with the social distancing. Because y'all motherfuckers need to learn personal space. That's what it is. Personal fucking space. Get out of my ass. Get out of my ass when I'm at the gas station. Get out of my ass when I'm anywhere. You don't need to be that fucking close to me. That I will agree with. I hope after this people still stick to social distancing. Uh, it's basically just... The last bit of this video was just her saying... The last bit of this video is just her saying, well, this could happen or this could happen. That's, that's the rest of it. So basically at the end of it, Michigan, we need to, we need to start, we need to stop listening to whatever she's trying to, trying to fucking say here. So that has been the very first episode of the podcast daddy variety show. Thank you very much for joining me. Now, if you want to follow me on any social media, I am at twitter.com slash enough snuff, Instagram, instagram.com slash podcast daddy, twitch, twitch.tv slash podcast daddy, where I am live Tuesday through Saturday, 2 or 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time till 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, unless it's Saturday and I do normal stream and then it's Saturday night, it's Saturday night stream of the boys and that's 9 p.m. until all of us decide to quit playing thank you very much for tuning in have a wonderful day keep your balls clean so this next part of the podcast is my interview with Savage Life I recorded it last Friday it was a wonderful podcast where we talked about being uh, being young parents and the current state of twitch I hope you enjoy here you go Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Podcast Addy Variety Show. And today, for the first episode, we are interviewing Savage Life, a Twitch streamer that I think I found through a Facebook group page, if you want me to be completely honest. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think you did, actually. Yeah. One of the many that I'm in. God, those, those groups are the greatest 
for, like the greatest farming place for just cringy ass content. Cringy ass content and like it's like a touch and go. You either get like really really toxic people or you get really really nice people, and you just never know until you join the group. Yeah, and then you go. <laughs> And then you see some of their Twitch streams, you're like, all right, this is pretty entertaining. And, you know, try to interact with chat. Nothing. Not a single word. Doesn't say a single word to anybody in chat. That is my biggest pet peeve when I'm trying to find new streamers to watch is when I go in. And, like, even if they have, like, a good couple of viewers, but, like, if they're just lurkers, if they don't say anything at all, like, they should be comment like commentating their, their gameplay or just, like, just constantly talking. I mean, I do. But it's it's really strange when you actually try and say like oh hey like what are you streaming like how is your day gone and they just blank you you're like oh okay then <laughs> oh fuck me right you know glad glad I'm yeah. sitting here <laughs> yeah that or if you're in there and you know you're like like hey you know what's going on and then completely blindside you but there's only like two other people chatting and doesn't even acknowledge you exist and it's like oh okay glad I'm sitting here trying to start a conversation when these two other people are having a conversation of their own you know fuck me right yeah totally like if they've got like regulars in or if they only talk to people with like their sub badges and it's it's just sometimes i think streamers can be very self-entitled like you get a lot of that in those groups like i put my live post up and nobody came to watch my stream like fuck these guys i'm leaving yeah. And it's like, yeah, but I mean, you can't expect to just get your viewers from a Facebook group with 14,000 members, all of them posting live posts. Yeah. And most of them are like, no offense, but a lot of them are a lot more entertaining than what, you know, some like I'm not saying you in general, but what, you know, you're posting isn't exactly like entertaining shit. Totally. Or when their live posts say nothing apart from their their link. Yeah. It's like, it's oh, like I'm you don't live. Know what they're playing yeah it's like okay cool just, what are you playing uh, how are you feeling today do i at least get a picture or something to give context of what you look like or are we just gonna play blind ball here and hope for the best totally and then like you get some groups that like have it in the rules that you can't just put like a link and be like oh uh come to my stream and then like they'll just i've seen recently in one of the groups i don't know if you're in that group but um you get like guys posting pictures who, that like are like shirtless in like short shorts and they're sat there like oh well since girls can do it i can do it too oh my god and like they're totally just like hitting on like just totally hitting on the streamers that i'm not gonna say use their body for views but that's pretty much what they do like if you're an attractive female with your tits out you are gonna get so many more clicks on your going live post Dude, I'm just, I was about to say, I'm saying if I was a female and I had huge knockers, I would use them to my advantage a hundred percent. Exactly. And you, you would like, because women do like any, any human does you use what you have to get what you need slash want. Exactly. So when, you know, sex sells. So obviously if somebody has huge knockers, you're going to get views. It's not fucking rocket science. Exactly. And I think when when those same women that post it's mainly this is gonna be like a really blanket sort of blanketing statement, but 
it's mainly like cosplayers i find that are sat there in like their really skimpy cosplay outfits you go to their stream and they're sat there like wrapped in a blanket and you can like just see their eyes and it's like okay but like I get why they're doing it, so then they get the clicks and the views, but like those people who clicked on them for their tits aren't going to stay because the tits aren't there. Tits ain't out, I ain't staying. General rule. Exactly. 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 If you have your tits out and you're like going live post and I show up and there's no tits, that's false advertising, my dude, and I don't deal well with false advertising. Just saying. Exactly. Don't <laughs> fuck with that. Do not fuck with that at all. <laughs> Which is why, like, when I post my pictures, I take a photo of me at that moment sat at my desk because my, my Twitch profile picture, I'm in, like, full makeup. I've got my hair done. Like, there's a filter on it and stuff. Ooh, and if girl. people click on that picture, like, oh, this girl's got, like, full makeup on. Like, oh, I don't know if people look at me and think, oh, she's pretty. But some people must because, you know, I've got a partner. He must think I'm pretty, I hope. Dude, he, lived a, people... he, he ripped a loud-ass fart, so, if, I mean, if you could still find him attractive after that. <laughs> honestly, that's game. just four years of a relationship. Like, honestly, romance is absolutely out the window. Like, <laughs> literally, he was, he was waiting for uh, his eldest to go to bed so then he could play Seven Days, and he just posted in the Seven Days to Dice Chat on my Discord, just gonna get laid, BRB. <laughs> And literally turned to me and was like, want to smash while the kids are occupied? And that was it. <laughs> we just went and then we smashed. And then he, he went back and he played Seven Days to Die. Like, the romance is, is like, just gone when the kids are in the house. Well, I mean, like... <laughs> you, you, you only, when you have kids, you only have, like, a small, a small window to do the naked mamba. So you're going to take it. You're not going to sit here <laughs> yeah. and try and, like, romance them or, you know try and be all exactly. smooth you're gonna be like dude you we have a bedroom kids occupied do you want to go have a quickie real quick exactly and like it's just it's just the the way that the way that relationships progress i think because obviously like when you're when you're first starting like you're still trying to like woo each other like kind of get kind of feel each other out like kind of feel each other like exactly. what what you like what they like what irritates them you know what irritates you mm -hmm. with them so when you get, you know, more into the relationship, in the beginning, it's like, oh, this, you know, this bothers you. I, I'm sorry, I won't do it. Now it's like, oh, a fucking K, go in the other room. Like, I've done Literally, that. Literally, like, exactly <laughs> what was happening before the podcast. Like, if this was, like, three months into the relationship, he'd have been like, okay, I'm really sorry. I'll talk quieter or I'll just, I'll, I'll keep quiet just while you're doing this podcast and then we can talk after. And he was literally just sat there, like, nah, get me involved. I've got the best banter in the world. Fuck you. Go in the bedroom if you don't want to hear me talk. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, fine. So, like, it's sometimes I think at the start of a relationship, you find certain things endearing, which then turn into irritating. The oh, yes. You get into a relationship. Oh, yes. I can 100% agree with that. Like, when I first started, uh, first started, you know, dating my wife, she was, she's very opinionated, very opinionated, very headstrong, you know, always has something to say. And in the beginning, I was like, oh, that's great. You know, I'm opinionated too. You know, we're both headstrong. Now, three years later, I'm like, will you just shut the fuck up? Yeah, definitely. Like, my, I'm a very stubborn person. And 
um Aaron used to be like I like that you, you that you just get what you want when you want it and you don't you don't back down like you stand your ground like it's a really strong woman and I like that and in, in, like in a girl and now he's like okay I get it can you just like shut up now okay I, <laughs> I understand that you're not shifting on this but still just like shut up I've had enough <laughs> so I'm like mm, okay I think I have I think the threat of assault in my household has gone up in the increasing years that we're together. Like, we'll never hit each other, but just what, like, if I'm talking too much or I have one of my days where I just come home and won't shut up at 6 o'clock in the morning, my wife will look at me and be like, next time you open your mouth, I'm throwing a rock at your forehead. And if it hits you, I don't feel bad whatsoever. (laughs) Totally. Like, the amount of times that he's been like, and like, oh, Mios, can you just can you just cook dinner? And I'm like, I've cooked dinner for the past like seven nights. And he's like, Yeah, I know, but like, I don't really feel like it. And I'm like, If you don't cook dinner, I will break your legs, and then you'll never cook dinner ever again. And I won't be cooking either, so you'll just have to starve. And then he's like, Okay, I guess I'll cook dinner. And I'm like, Good, <laughs> enjoy cooking. <laughs> so, okay, I have a question for you about uh, relationships. How do you settle? How do you settle the decision of who does what? Because me and my wife do rock, paper, scissors, best two out of three. Whoever loses has to go do the thing. I mean, that depends on, like, what it is. So, with, like, dinner, whoever cooks dinner, the other person does the dishes. So, it really just depends on who wants to do the dishes less. (laughs) Oh. Oh, I I get that. So, yeah, like, if he comes home from work and he's like, I really can't be bothered. I'm like, well, do you want to cook dinner or do you want to do the dishes? And he's like, oh, I guess I'll cook. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of the same with everything, especially my baby. Like, if, if she absolutely stinks, we take it in turns. Because we cannot sit there for 15 minutes arguing about who's going to change her when she's sat in a pile of her own shit. Yeah, so, yeah. You can, those like, are one of those things where it's kind of like, okay, we got to figure this out. You know, we got to figure this out quick. It doesn't matter who does it; just somebody needs to do it. Mhm. Definitely. So I did the last one, so I know now that if she is stinky in the next sort of like however long we're here chatting, then I know for a fact that he's gonna do it. And if he comes through and asks me, he will be told where to go because it's <laughs> his turn. <laughs> I was about to say I don't. Like, I don't plan on this being like a hour and a half, possibly like half an hour 45 minutes of tops yeah sure that's that's absolutely fine as i said she's she's currently just watching her nursery rhymes um because as much as i was oh i was one of those parents that no i was one of those non-parents that looked at parents using screens as a parenting tool and was like i'm never gonna do that with my kid honest to fuck anybody who says it's a downright liar yeah, if you look like, at me, if you have a toddler, if you have a toddler and you're like, oh, I'll never use screen time, there are some days where you're just like, well, you just watch TV for like five minutes. I have shit that needs to be done. Like, go, oh, play, yeah. like, go play with your oh. toys or something. Go color. Like, I just need to get yeah. dishes done, and you being up my ass is not helping me whatsoever. Totally. Like, right now, obviously, she she has just learned to crawl in like the past week, so... I'll go through to the kitchen and I'll start like making a cup of tea or something. I'll turn around and almost stand on her because she's followed me. 
and I'll be like, oh my god, like, can you not just stay in one place for like a second? Like, I, I cannot keep up with you. And yeah, like, it's just, it's the worst. Like, she won't eat anything sweet. No, she won't eat anything savoury. Like, at all. So we tried to feed her, like, we have these little pouches here called Ella's Kitchen. Don't know if you have them in the US. I've never, I've never heard um, of those. Okay, so they're, they're like, um, there was this little girl called Ella, and she was, she had, like, loads and loads of allergies, I think, and she had to eat, like, really healthy, really organic sort of, like, food, and I'm not one of those people, like, I will smash a Big Mac, like, I am not a clean eater whatsoever, anything like that, but for my child, I would rather her have the best that she can have until she can make the decisions to eat shit if she wants to. Yeah. So, like, there, there's, like, chicken casseroles, and there's, like, uh, Jamaican curry couscous, and there's, like, all of these weird flavors that we're currently introducing her to. And she just hates them. Completely. Um, but if there's, like, a yogurt involved or a smoothie, she's there. Oh, it's, a, it's all about I, it. Yeah, honestly. So right now, we have to put on... Uh, there's a YouTube channel called Super Simple Songs. Okay. And it is a godsend. She loves it. As soon as it turns out, she knows exactly what it is. And she smiles her little face off. <laughs> and she loves it. It's just music and really bright animations. Ah. So, like, it's not like it's... And it's not like I'm putting fucking Fortnite or Five Nights at Freddy's on for her. Like, it is kid-friendly con because it's just nursery rhymes, but there's moving pictures. So if she's distracted, she will eat the savoury stuff. No problem. And then we move on to the dessert, and then the songs can go off because she will actually eat that. Yeah. But, like, the, the non-parents that sit there, they're like, I am never going to use screen time. I'm never going to ignore my child. Like, the amount of times that she's been like, you know that fake noise that they make? The fake attention noise? The air. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Just the eh. Like, it's not a cry. Like, there's no effort behind it. Like, the amount of times that I've just been like, uh-huh. And I'll just look at her while she's staring at me and be like, eh. Eh. And I'll be like, what? What do you want? <laughs> and she'll just be like, eh. And then I'll just turn around and carry on with what I'm doing because there's nothing actually wrong with her other than she's just being like, hey, mum, look at me. I exist. <laughs> look, I'm sitting here being chunky. Look at me be chunky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then it's like, okay, the the cute, adorable noise is like, oh, they're trying to get my attention. That's so sweet. And then they learn how to talk. And then, then you're just like, dude, please, for the love of God, stop saying dad. I've heard it 20 times in the last 10 minutes. Yeah. because i'll be i'll be yeah. doing dishes after dinner and you know my wife's out here and my son will come into the kitchen and he just stands next to me i'm like hey buddy what's up and he's like uh just standing <laughs> just <laughs> just standing it's yeah <laughs> yeah i'm like you know do you need do you need dad to do something he's like no i'm just here okay what kid this is going to get a lot better. As as he gets older, I can only see it, only see this getting so much more fun. Oh, yeah. Like, I have an almost seven-year-old right now that um, has figured out that 
instead of just asking for something, if he asks a cryptic question, he's more likely to get what he wants. So, like, when the ice cream truck is coming, he'll be like, do you hear that? I hear something. <laughs> and we were like, what do you hear? And he's like, I don't know, but it sounds like ding a ling a ling a ling <laughs> And we're like, uh-huh, so what do you think it is? And he's like, I don't know, what do you think it is? And he waits for you to say, oh, it's the ice cream truck. And then he's like, oh, wow, there's ice cream? And it's like, you knew there was ice cream, you little shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you knew that there was ice cream. Oh, yeah, my... My kid will do that, but it's he goes to the I like that. He's in the I like that stage. So if I'm eating like ice cream or something, he'll come up next to me and be like, I like ice cream. Oh my gosh, my my oldest does that too. It's a thing. Like it's a stage. I'm sure it is. Yeah, and I just look at him and be like, Cool, so does dad. That's why I'm having some. <laughs> That's cruel. <laughs> well, I mean, if dude, you just I just seen him smash like four granola bars a dinner, and then an orange. How you are still hungry is beyond me. And how you want a bowl of ice cream. Oh my god. <laughs> so I like how I wanted to talk to you about streaming, but this just turned into the parenting podcast, which I am so cool with. Oh yeah, it's it's great to talk to talk to another parent that, that doesn't pretend to be perfect. Oh, hell, I know oh, so hell many no. parents that are like, oh well, my child only eats fruit for the whole day and it's just like right okay like shut the fuck up like there is no way that you don't give them like i don't know like a yogurt that has slightly more sugar and fat in it like i sprinkle sugar in my daughter's baby porridge because she won't fucking eat it if i don't well and i i had so a, like, i had a friend of mine who was very against like uh who was very against like you know not really like full force smacking a kid right on the ass, but kind of giving them like little tap to, you know, Hey, you know, no. And I, and I, and I told her, I was like, when he gets older, you're gonna, you're gonna, you know, kind of need to put that foot down. She's like, no, no, I'll never do that. And I think he is almost two. And she messages me Uh and she's like, yeah, I can't like, I had, I had to, he was just being an absolute shit. And I was like, I told you, dude, I know what I'm doing. I have been through the hell that is two years old. Yeah, it's called the terrible twos for a reason. Like, yeah, it ain't I, fun. I met Troy when he was three, so I didn't really get that. But he was also nonverbal. Um, he still doesn't really speak properly, but he's a lot better at it now. But like, I had to learn a whole new language because his sounds just didn't. They, were, they weren't coherent but Aaron could understand everything that he wanted so me trying to sit there and learn this learn this this child's language because his mouth didn't make sounds properly was so difficult but then it's also it's also mildly infuriating like I know that they can't help it like yeah, it's it's, still, it's frustration. It's still irritating. It, yeah, it's just frustration because you're like, I want to help you and I want to understand what you're saying, but I can't, and that's frustrating me. Like, I would totally understand if I was in, you know, if I was in that position, I would get frustrated as a motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. And like, when the terrible twos come, they're just figuring out like sounds, and like they they maybe might not have been like they've been walking what a year, so like they're still gonna walk into stuff and like. Right now, with with crawling, like if Lilith really wants my attention, she'll hit her hands on the floor, 
and then start crying as if it was her head. And I'd be like, you clever little motherfucker. I was about like, to say, I that's pretty you. smart for a baby. Like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or she'll, she'll, she'll do something like she was smashing mega blocks. Do you know what a mega block is? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like the bigger yeah. version of uh, Legos. Yeah. So it's something that, um, oh, I've my stepped on him a couple times. Can... Oh, it's worse than smaller Lego. Oh, they hurt so bad. Oh, yeah, especially when it's 2 o'clock in the morning and you got to take a piss and you run and all of a sudden you got a <laughs> mega block right up the foot and you just <laughs> hold back every cuss word you've ever learned in your years of living. Just, just like, just like directly penetrating in between the toes of a mega, like, like literally oh. a mega block, just like in the toes is the absolute worst. Like, oh, man, oh. it's, it's awful. Or, actually, or a actually, toy coming, soldier. Coming back to, oh, do you know what? He, oh, Troy played with them for a couple of months until I banned them from the living room. I was like, if you want to play with your soldiers, they stay in your bedroom so then you can stand on them. <laughs> oh, it's just like you're sat there and you've got like whatever it's called, the little knife on the end of a gun. I can't remember what it's called. Right bayonet. Now. Yeah, you've got like a bayonet like inside your foot and it's like actually bleeding and you're like, fuck. <laughs> Have kids, they say. It's fun, they say. You'll never oh, want to totally. kick them across the front room, they say. A hundred percent. Like, to be honest, I I am fully against, like, any kind of, like, physical sort of discipline. But I think that's ma- that's probably a culture difference between, like, the UK and America. Because I was never hit as a... So it's not really like the norm for me, but like I would never ever tell somebody not to smack their kid. Well, I'm not. People's well, parenting is not my business. Yeah, well, like, that's the thing. I'm not saying you know full force cock back and you know let it all go, oh, but yeah. just just a little totally. you know swat on the ass every now and then. Like, hey, dude, no. Like I've told you three times, yeah. and you can't. I see you physically look at me and hear me. Yeah, totally, totally. That's when see, like, that's when a swat on the ass is you know like all right. You're you're gonna get a swat on the ass because I've seen you looked me dead in the eye and I know you heard me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like going going back to streaming, actually, how how do you manage streaming on the days that you have your son? Uh, my kid goes to he goes to daycare. Mm-hmm. So and I have like a two hour grace period before him and the. Him and the wife come home because she'll just pick him up on the way back. Okay. So that's why I usually try and cut it about 4.30 because 4.30 is when she gets out of work and she goes to pick him up. So by that time, I can at least have dinner started or, you know, make sure everything's everything's good around the house before she gets home. And I have to listen to a pregnant woman yell at me. And I really don't feel like having that every day of my life. <laughs> oh, my God. I totally get it. Oh, hold on one second. I will be back. Okay. Well, I'm going to do a little public shilling then real quick while uh, she's gone. If you want to follow if you want to follow me on Twitter or Instagram, just go to Podcast Daddy. And I think this will be well, I'll just I'll just cut this little part out because I really got nothing in here to say to do an intermission. So I'm just going to bullshit. How's everybody's day going? You doing good? You doing all right? Everybody staying safe in this coronavirus thing, keeping your masks on, keeping 
washing your hands, not licking any doorknobs. Please don't lick doorknobs. Even even when this shit is over, that should be like the last thing you should do is just see a doorknob and think, mmm, that looks tasty as fuck. I would totally lick that doorknob. So this is where the intermission begins. Things just happen for this. So uh, going back, as I'm thinking about this right now, just sitting here, if you are a male streamer who goes and, you know, who sees a female streamer, po oh. Okay, hello. Speaking of said child, she just full on kicked off. <laughs> okay, I, okay, good. Because I was trying to, like, bullshit there for a second, and I was thinking, okay, well. No, it's, it's good. I, I've sorted it. She's now sat in her crib with some toys and her nursery rhymes. Her nursery rhyme video paused, so... She was plunged into complete darkness and wasn't <laughs> happy about it. To be honest, I wouldn't be either, so... Neither would I if my shit just turned off and I have no physical way of turning it back on. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's um, let's get back into streaming since we just spent, you know, 25 minutes talking about being parents. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> it happens. So do you feel as a, uh, as a female streamer you are at less of an advantage or more of an advantage than male streamers? Um, you know, I think, I think I personally am at a disadvantage because as we were talking about before, uh, I don't use my body to sell my stream. Yeah. But I'm also, I, f I feel like there's, there's two, there's two sides to streaming. There's the people who use their, no, there's three sides. Let's, let's go with three. There's the people who use their bodies. There's the people who are good at games, and then there's the people who are entertaining and funny and have personality. And I think that that middle bit is really hard to get somewhere because I'm I'm not that great at games. Like, yeah. I die a lot. In most survival games, I, I'm playing with my partner, and I'm, I'm basically a housewife, so it's not very interesting gameplay. So I just try to fill it with with my, my personality. I mean, I've spent most of my life on stage, so I'm used to to people being there and people watching me and performing. But like sometimes I feel like if I was better at games, I would probably get more places or if I was more conventionally attractive or had a bigger chest or utilized my body then I would get more views, but I'm just not about that live streaming for me. Like I was absolutely gobsmacked when I even hit affiliate because same, same. I'm not, I'm exactly. Yeah. It's, it's because I started streaming because it was something for me to fill my time. Like I enjoy streaming and I enjoy meeting new people and making friends. Like I met you through my stream. Mm -hmm. I met actually 90% of the people that I game with these days I met through my stream and that's something that people don't see with Twitch people see money signs with Twitch and it's not like that like I've been affiliate now for oh a good few months and like I still haven't had a payout from Twitch because... I, think the, I think the payout's like a hundred something <laughs> bucks I think yeah that's, you need to I think... hit a hundred bucks and then 
15 days after that you get that hundred bucks but also like in order for in order to be streaming full-time you need like three thousand consistent subs that sub every month without fail to to replace the income of a full-time job and like that's really hard to get to like i'm not i'm not i'm not streaming to to make money i don't have that much dedication it's amazing like i have i have dedication to you know stream on a consistent schedule like yeah that's no problem but streaming every day for close to five six hours one, my ass would hurt. Two, I would get a headache from looking at my computer screen that long. And three, it would just irritate. I would get so sick of it because it's like, this is a pastime. I don't do, you know, like you, I don't do this for money. I could care less if I get paid. That's what I exactly. have. A, that's what I have a nine to five for. That's what I have a literal job for. Exactly. Like I'm on maternity leave right now and I was streaming a little bit before when I was pregnant, but I found I could not sit at my computer desk. <laughs> for longer than maybe two hours before my bump started to hurt, my back started to hurt, my legs started to hurt. Because, like, when you're pregnant, everything hurts. Yeah. All of the time, pretty much. And Not... sitting in an upright position and gaming wasn't something that my body wanted to do. Yeah. So, like, I stopped when I had my baby, and then I, I came back a couple months ago. And because I'm on maternity leave, I have so much free time. And... I was just like, do you know what? I, like, I might as well just start streaming again because I had I had pretty consistent viewers. I have I have some regulars. I still have some regulars that were there when I was pregnant that keep coming back because they enjoy me. Like one of my one of my longest serving viewers was actually watching me when I was playing Ark on the PS4. Is it magic? Still. No, actually, I only met Majit, oh my god, like, oh my god, a month and a half, two months ago? Oh, no shit. Yeah, like, we have not known each other long. I actually met him through Rova. Um, Rova. So I don't think I've ever heard of, I don't think I've ever heard of that one. Oh, have you not? Maybe she hasn't, maybe she hasn't been in my stream when you have. I've streamed with her a couple of times, but yeah, she's actually my real-life best friend. So... Like we we game a lot together, which is fine, but like. Oh no, I remember I... that was that was the one day you had that guy in your chat that was like real getting real weird real fast. Yep. Uh huh. A hundred percent. Yes. And I may and I may like, have been antagonizing bit. May have been antagonizing <laughs> bit just a little bit. <laughs> I think. I think the funniest thing was that when he came back, he was like, yeah, guys, that wasn't chill. Really sorry. And then he was fine for the rest of the stream. Like, that's that's why I, I don't like having mods that are too hot-headed. Like, my mods will not do anything without my say-so. Yeah. Um, unless it's Aaron. If somebody comes in and starts being really sexually explicit towards me, Aaron will just permabanda fuck out of that person smack the band hammer on them bitches exactly exactly because like you wouldn't be you wouldn't be comfortable i wouldn't be comfortable with somebody coming into like aaron streaming being really sexually explicit and saying what they want to do to his body and stuff like that would make me really uncomfortable yeah so, so why like, so why would he allow that you know somebody to come into your shit and do that exactly and especially because i am a i am a female 
I think it's a bit. I think people seem to think that they can say anything to females if they want to. Like, if a female puts herself online, then apparently it's fair game. And it's it's just not. It's <laughs> like, it's it it's fair. Isn't. It's fair game to an extent. Like normal shit talking. Yeah. Like ah, you piece of shit, or you know, you fucking cunt. You know, that's that's normal. That's that's normal. Exactly. That's normal banter. You're get but people like that. But making like sexual assault jokes. That's like okay, dude. Come on, reel reel mm. it back. Reel it back. That's. That's like yeah. a that's like a I've known you for a while sort of thing. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Like it's just it's really it's really strange like my my type of humor I have I have very very dark humor. I always have. Um Ah, no wonder we but, no wonder we talk so well. I knew there was something. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But like there there comes a line in dark humor where it's just offensive. Yeah, yeah. Where it's no longer supposed to be offensive. Where it's no longer like a blanket joke, but it's a joke directed at somebody. A hundred percent, definitely. And like it's, it's hard in streams to gauge that. It's it's hard to to judge when it's time for the ban hammer. And it's 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 tough because you're sat there, you're trying to. You're trying to talk to your talk to your viewers, the the people who are being nice, and you've got this one guy like dominating the chat, just being a total cunt. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but really, there's no need. Like, this is a nice place here. We're all chill. Like, you we don't need to know how big your dick is just because you seem to think that you're an alpha male in this chat. And like, there's a lot of that on Twitch. But I still also, apologize for uh, sending Jim Tickler to your stream. I still apologize oh for that. Oh my god, Jim Tickler is the absolute <laughs> just—he's just the the summit of ridiculousness. But it's funny; it's not offensive. It's because like, I've never I, been I've, offended. That's one of the guys. That's actually somebody I know in real life. Like I went to school with this guy, <laughs> so ah, okay. so I yeah, so I understand what he's doing. And but he totally understands if I'm like, yo, dude, you know, you got to bring it back a little bit. He gets it. He's like, okay, you know, I'll tone it down a little bit. Of course, yeah. Unlike the the type of people who will just tone it down, fine. But then when you tell people to tone it down and then they just go tenfold, it's yeah. like, okay, enough now. Yeah, like, they're just like, exhausted. fuck you. You're not gonna tell me what to do and all that. <laughs> totally. totally. That's that's when it gets ridiculous. Like, okay, if you're gonna be like that, then get fucked. Totally. And like you see, there's see Twitch is. I'm not gonna say Twitch itself is quite toxic. I think the the communities around the like of like around Twitch and around streaming in general, whether it's YouTube, Mixer, Facebook, anything like that. D Live. I think. Oh God, D Live. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we love D Live. <laughs> oh, I I I see. I use D Live. For like one podcast, the kill stream, they like stream specifically on there because they got banned on YouTube. So oh. that's where I, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Um, oh God. Well, they had a they had a live uh, debate on whether the Holocaust actually happened or not. So. Oh damn! Yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised I got flagged. Yeah, fair. yeah. It's I. That's one of those like I'll explain not on my shit. <laughs> oh yeah. Totally. But they stream directly on, you know, DLive. So, of course, while I'm sitting there waiting, I'll screw through some of the other channels. And, oh, my God. Some of the content I find is just grade A cringe, and I love it. 
Yeah, see, I think, I think the, I think the most cringe. I'm probably gonna get a lot of shit for this in the in the comments section. I think the most cringe streamer I've ever actually sat and watched is Doctor Disrespect. I can't stand that motherfucker. Uh, everybody hypes him up and says, "Oh, he's so great," and it's like he's just uh, a budget discounted Weird Al Yankovic. Like, yeah, that's yeah. literally that's literally what he is, and it's I don't understand why people like him. But neither am I going to be like, oh my god, you like Dr. Disrespect? We're never talking. Like, I'm not that type of person. Like, people like their own shit. Like, there's people in the world that, that still religiously watch people like KSI. I'm yeah. like, he's cringe. Oh, that is, gonna... that is God tier cringe. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it, it's like, it's almost like heavenly, the amount of cringe that goes into their videos. And it's, I will give them props on their editing video. I will give them props on their editing, though. Their editing is, like, magnifique. Oh, yeah. Like, I I wish I could. I use Sony Vegas to edit. um, Same. To to edit Aaron's uh, YouTube videos. Because he does, like, outdoorsy stuff on YouTube. Oh, no shit. So he records it. Yeah, man. He's, like, a proper survivalist camper and stuff like that. So he does that on, on YouTube. I'm just saying the end of the world's coming. I'm coming to Ireland because I don't know shit about surviving. So, <laughs> you know, it, it, you'd be pre- you'd be pretty safe. He's he's uh he's pretty he's pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Like he can he can do quite a bit. He can he went out on a on a six hour long hike. I'm really surprised about how he didn't die. He messaged me two hours into this hike and told me that he ran out of water, and it was like <laughs> you're probably gonna laugh because it's not very hot. But it was like 25 degrees Celsius. Now, for us, us tiny, us tiny little pale Scottish people, that is like ridiculously sweating weather. And he wasn't back until six hours after that phone call. And his phone, his phone had died. I was convinced that he just passed out somewhere. It was like 127 hours situation. And like, I was just going to find him somewhere like spongebob in the spongebob movie when he's like drying up under the lamp uh excuse like, me that was wasn't that wasn't in the movie thank you was it not no it wasn't it was just a show when he goes into sandy's dome and they you get the meme where it's like i need it no in the movie oh when, when oh when they're are under the lamp wow they're under I, like the the hot lamp i need to i need to officially give away my spongebob uh, fan card Get educated. Come on. <laughs> and the sad part is no, that's like one of those it... movies I know word for word. <laughs> oh, God. Why? I'm but a giant yeah, fan of I SpongeBob. Know. I always have been. Holy shit. That's a... okay. Sorry. While you've been sitting here telling me about, you know, Aaron going on a hike, I have had to do like conversions because I don't know what Celsius is. Because, <laughs> okay. because that American uh, American education did me real well. Oh, yeah. But 77 degrees. Holy shit. Yeah, that is hot. Okay, so it is actually quite hot. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, yeah. like, blistering heat. And, like, he ran out of water two hours into this hike. So I was convinced that I was, like, he's going he's gonna to die out there. Like, because he was on the beach, so he didn't have any fresh water near him to fill up his water bottle or anything like that. So I was, like, oh, my God. This is it. And I watched, I watched the video back as I was editing it, and I was, like, this is ridiculous. Like you, you start to see like his lips crossed over, 
and like he is severely dehydrated by the time he he gets like three quarters of the way into the video but like that day he he just waltz in at like seven o'clock in the evening <laughs> after leaving at like half ten in the morning to go to like the shops get some supplies and then head out for this hike and like just walks just in like hey what's in. good he, he just waltzed in and was like Niels get me a glass of water and I was like holy shit okay ran and got him like a full blown pint glass of water and that was gone in seconds so I just got him another one and like the it's it's strange watching it watching it back in an editing software because you're like shit like this actually happened and he was concentrated on recording it for content instead of staying alive that's dedication like, Damn. that is dedication but no, like ed- editing's really hard. Like oh yes, it is. Oh I can, god, yes it oh is. Oh my god, I can like I can like split, and I can cut bits out. But that's that's pretty much it. I'm just learning how to do subtitles right now, which are taking me like oh my god, they they take me a solid like two minutes just for like a patch of, oh god. of speech. Like it's it's just it's so confusing to me to put subtitles on and then you you see videos like um do you watch the misfits like fits and yeah yeah fits uh, and Sav- yeah 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 yes yeah, so you see their videos and they've got like their different colored fucking subtitles popping up all over the screen and i'm like oh my god that, that would take me at least four weeks to edit those subtitles in like that's insane and it's just yeah like edit editing's hard so i will give props to youtubers with their editing 100%. yeah and I and I will especially give props to people that are like, you know what, I can't do it, but I will pay somebody to do it for me. Oh, totally, yeah. Like Be- I, I wish I, had, I wish I'd gone into like education for for something like that. Wait, like, do you guys not have like, uh, uh, what would it be? We have Votech up here, which is like from the very beginning of the morning till about lunchtime. We go to another, go to another area and study like a certain subject. Like say video editing software or agriculture or uh being a mechanic for like four oh, hours God. a day. No, we don't have that here. Chalk one up for America then. Hell yeah. Oh my god, yeah, that's that's really cool. Like you can so when you're in high school you can disappear to like our local college for like one day a week. No, it's do something like cookery. It was, it was every Monday, well, like, Wednesday, and Friday. Okay, yeah, we definitely did not have something like that. That's mental. Yep, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you go to a you go to a building called Votech, and you study one certain subject. And it, unfortunately, I didn't get that card in card in the draw because I moved around a lot. So when Votech was happening, I was in New Mexico, and apparently they didn't believe in that. Oh, lovely. Yeah, so I've everything I've learned when it comes to like video or audio or everything it's been self-taught yeah like i remember when i was like 14 i was recording my own covers and i discovered audacity or audacity i don't audacity. know how to say it audacity audacity that's what i thought it was um and like i discovered it and i i realized that i could sit there and i could i could <laughs> pirate a youtube video that was a karaoke and just like download it as an mp3 and put it on and then sing over it so when you say pirate, you mean review copy, right? Yeah, I basically mean just like uh, you you go to a website called like YouTube to MP3. You type in the link and you download the MP3. Oh, we we all we all remember those. We all remember using yeah. those at one point. 
yeah when I was like 14 and I didn't know any better so like yeah it's 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 quite strange like that kind of sounds like it, using LimeWire. Oh my god, LimeWire. See, we, we didn't really use LimeWire in, like, where I was. Like, they used LimeWire where Aaron was in, like, the in like the 90s. Because Aaron's quite a bit older than I am. So, I'm more of a 2000s baby. I was born in 98, so I don't really remember the 90s. Oh, but, like, okay. I still remember sort of, like, dial-up connection. Oh, <laughs> so, god, dial-up connection. That, that noise. Yeah. That noise just gives me PTSD every time I hear it. Oh my god, honestly, like, if we have to, we have to phone, like, a specific number, I can't remember, it's, it's something medical, and it has that fucking number, like, that fucking number dialing shit in there, instead of, like, the normal just ringing sound, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, my teeth hurt from listening to that, like, that is the worst sound in the world, but, like, but yeah, like, Aaron's quite a bit older than I am, so I didn't have LimeWire, I had something called BearShare, did oh, you ever bear use BearShare? BearShare, BearShare. <laughs> That was just the dodgiest shit. Like <laughs> we were willing to give our, our computers like... full blown AIDS just for <laughs> yeah. just for a track, just for a single song, yeah. a single two minute, a single two minute song. We were willing to like yeah, completely then... destroy our entire system <laughs> for that one thing. Yeah. And then like at the end of it, it probably had something like Kiss FM at the end of it, and you had to try and like cut it out before it started with the Kiss FM. Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus. My God. I like sitting next to your sitting next to your radio with your with your like Motorola razor, like recording the song. Jesus Christ! For the perfect ringtone, and then people start talking like, "Shut the fuck up!" I only get one chance yeah. at this. I don't know when I'm gonna hear this again. Exactly. <laughs> but like nowadays, there's there's shit like Spotify and stuff. Like Spotify is like godsend. Like oh, my yes. entire life is revolved around music. Like, I I, do I pay that with music. I do everything. I pay that ten bucks a month for Spotify Premium. Oh, yeah, so do I. Just because I use it that but, much, and I'm like, I'm not going to sit here and listen to ads that consistently. I don't have that kind of time. Honestly, like, every two tracks, it's like, it's telling you to buy Spotify Premium. And it's like, do you know what? It's like, you're fucking right. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, at this point, fuck it. Okay, here you go. Here's the 10 bucks. Keep taking it. As long as you don't tell me what to do, fucking have it. I don't care. <laughs> totally. Totally. And, like, Spotify is just so great because, like, obviously without premium you can't play specific songs so like, no, you gotta hope car, it gets played totally you just have to shuffle like a random album with like 400 songs on it and it's like oh, okay well we hope it comes up but like now my son can just be like oh um can you play the the pokemon theme tune like when we're in the car and i'm like fuck yeah i can and i'll just like bring it up and load it up and it's there like back when i was his age that shit was was not a thing. You heard the Pokemon theme tune when it was on the fucking TV. Oh yeah, and that was it. And like, it's it's so strange. Oh dude, I got like, I got a funny story to tell you about the Pokemon theme song. Oh Jesus Christ. Okay, so I graduated in fourteen, and we had uh, okay, and we had to pick our uh, walking song or our class song. We had to pick between. <laughs> Young Wild, oh, it gets better. We had a pick of Young Wild and Free by Wiz Khalifa. Um, oh God! Something by Jason Aldean. Uh, okay. A song by Jason Derulo and the Pokemon theme song. Obviously, the Pokemon theme song. Obviously. Guess which one won? Probably fucking Wiz Khalifa. Nope. What was the last option you picked? 
definitely Pokemon. Yes, our our class song was the Pokemon theme song. That's incredible. So as I we, love that. So as we are walking into the gymnasium to get our diplomas, you just hear, "I wanna be the very best." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, oh I bet your teachers were like, mm, do they really deserve this diploma though after that shit?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, our teachers were so fucking ready for us to get out of there. You could oh, just—I you know, didn't even graduate, so I have no idea what that's like. Uh, I left high school at 16 with with ba- with nothing, literally nothing. I have nothing under my belt other than three, three, no, two, two half-completed degrees. That's still something, though. Oh, yeah, still slightly, <laughs> slightly something. I mean, come on, some people graduate high school and still don't know how to do basic math. Yeah, that's Aaron. I didn't like, mean it like that, but okay. <laughs> oh no, it is. It's it is Aaron. Aaron Aaron has Aaron has street smarts. Ah. But okay. he is not In fact it's not that he's not intelligent. He just doesn't have the baseline intelligence. Like he can probably tell you how far away the moon is and like he can tell you anything you fucking want about Australia, but like ask him to spell necessary and he'll have a stroke. Like, he just, he couldn't do it. He'll have a stroke. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why like, that was so his funny. brain just can't handle it. Like, he just can't. It's like, and we like, got it's we it's got just, all trivia knowledge, but when it comes to actual stuff, it's like, oh, wow, all right, we need to talk about this. A hundred and ten percent. Like, he asked me yesterday what, what eight plus eight was. He was trying to figure out the amount of electric fences he needed for a seven days to die base. And he was like, what's eight? What's eight plus eight? And I was like, Aaron, what the fuck? I was like, like, it's 16. And then he was like, okay, that's fine. (laughs) But like, it just, it it baffled me because I was not to blow my own trumpet or anything, but I was, I've always been a very quick learner. Yeah. So I could like read and write before I went to school. Oh, okay. Okay. So. I, I just, I don't know, I can't, he asked me how to spell hoard, but then he spelled it with an A, and I was like, no, that's like, that's when you, that's when you, like, have loads of shit all the time. I was about to say, okay, like, oh, cut, okay, cut him some slack on that one, because that, that's kind of like, which hoard are you trying to spell here? Yeah, exactly. And, like, it's just, it, it's just, it's really strange to me that, like, I left school at 16 with nothing, but he has an engineering degree, I'm pretty sure. But he can't spell the word necessary. And it's it's mind-blowing that somebody can get a degree and not have the, the, the baseline stuff that I assumed everybody had. <laughs> wow. Yeah, some, you know, I mean, it's spelling. Spelling sometimes is a people's strong point on that, to be honest. Mm. Oh my god, like that little kid in... I wish I went to spelling bees. Like that, you know that kid in that vine? That's like iridocyclitis. Yeah, I seen that and I'm like, boy, yeah. you spelled that with like no second thought. Yeah, like he he didn't care about anything. He, he it was there in his brain immediately. And it's just, it's so strange. Because the only reason... I was just speaking about how Aaron can't spell necessary. But 
the only reason that I know how to spell necessary is because I know it has one C. I think of it as a shirt. It has one collar and two C. And that's literally the only way that I can spell the word necessary. I still use the anagram for because. Not the anagram. The... Oh, my God. I was about to say anagram. What? Anagram for because? No. No, not an anagram. It's like when every every letter means something. Oh. Oh. Shit. <laughs> What's... Oh. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I can't think of what it's... I can't think I of can't what think that... I can't think of the actual name. Yeah. All right. But, but we are yeah, so... we are coming up on 53 minutes and... Ooh, I... 53 minutes. Yes, I actually... Thank you for going longer. I really appreciate that. It's no problem at all. I'm just sitting here chilling with my fairy lights and my cider, so I'm good. <laughs> okay, but I am gonna I'm gonna let you go here because I do have the uh, I have the first part to actually record too. Oh yeah, the 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 little the little first part that comes on. Okay, so that's yes. awesome. When can I expect to 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 hear this slash? see it on youtube i guess uh everything should be up on sunday i will definitely send you like a direct link as soon as it as soon as it's ready that'd be pretty cool yeah now if you want to go f where can people find you where can they social medias whatever twitch uh Twitter. okay oh god i'm gonna i'll fire through them because they're pretty much all different so i stream mainly survival games on twitch.tv forward slash savage life x you can find me on Twitter. I don't really use it that much, but I'm there kind of sometimes, which is savage underscore life X. And then Instagram is where you will most likely find me. I'm a massive catfish. I don't actually look like my Instagram photos, but who does? And that's savage.life.x. All right. Is there anything yeah. else you want to say before we let you go? Oh, you know what? I'm going to put an absolutely shameless plug for Aaron's YouTube channel. You can just Do search it. Fuster Outdoors. Just uh, Fuster Outdoors on YouTube. He does camping videos and stuff like that. And it's all edited by yours truly. So you can go and shame my editing while telling him how wonderful he is. All right, bet. I'm, I'm actually, I might check that out after, after I'm done doing what I got to do when I let you go. Totally. All right, but I really appreciate you coming on and doing this, being the very first guest on my solo show. I really, really, you have no idea how much I appreciate that and being so easy to work with. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just buzzing that you actually asked me because it's, it's, I've never done it before. So, and it was actually really easy. I was really nervous before, but yeah, it was really easy. It was good. It was nice to talk to you. Just like chill. Exactly, and that's that's what I wanted to tell you. But I'm gonna be like, man, if I tell her, you know. Don't freak out. She's going to freak out more. So <laughs> Definitely. I 100% would go. <laughs> exactly. So it's like sink or swim at this point. Definitely. But again. Just throw her into the deep end. Fuck yep. it. Basically, sink or, sink or swim. That's how we do this around here. Yep. <laughs> but Savage, thank you very much for being on here. I really appreciate it. And I will. Are you going to be live tonight at any point or? I am. I'm literally just about to go through and give my baby a bottle and then I will be live. So you can pop in my stream if you feel like it. Oh, I probably will. Perfect. I'll see you there. All right. You have a good day. You too. All right. Now it's just me here. Oh, that was that was wonderful. That was great for a first time, especially with her first time doing like a podcast or something.
I, you know, I, not to, you know, <clears throat> stroke my own, uh, stroke my own ego here, but you know, I've been in the <clears throat> podcasting game for two years now. Has it been two years? It has been two years. But thank you very much for joining, for uh, listening to this, watching this. I really appreciate it. If you want to find me on any social medias, you can find me Twitter and Instagram at Podcast Daddy. Uh, well, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch is all Podcast Daddy. The only one that's different is my Snapchat, which is Mr. Funny Nuts with a Z. And this will most likely be up on Anchor first until it gets thrown onto other websites. And when it gets thrown onto other websites, I will put out a tweet or put out something to let everybody know that it's. Yeah, I'm going to have to cut that part out because my cable just fell out of my microphone because I was moving my arms around too much. But again, if you want to find me on any social media, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, it's all it's all podcast daddy and then Snapchat is Mr. Funny Nuts. Like I said, this should be up on major feeds and YouTube by Sunday. By su Sunday at some point is going to be the upload schedule. It's going to be the upload week the weekly upload schedule. So, again, thank you everybody for tuning in. Have a great day. Keep your balls clean. Two guys and a Josh decided to start their own podcast, and they named it Pointless Discussions. It was messy. The jelly kept falling out. Little did they know they would be sucked into a perpendicular universe. Draw me like one of your French girls. I got an Uber on its way. It'll be here in like 15 minutes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Come to daddy. Now Paul, Mark, and Josh are tasked with saving our universe. It crossed me, so I ate its heart. Oh my god, guys. Can you believe that we actually got signed to the Los Angeles Eagles? This is fucking crazy. I've never played football a day in my life. Now we're pro football players? Yeah, I just think it's weird that I have to shower with the coach. Well, hey guys, you're in Diamond Joe's Labyrinth. I just want you to know if you don't get out in time, I'm going to eat your children's fingers. Uh, what are we going to do, Mark? Why their fingers? Armed with only podcasting equipment and very, very little intelligence, they must improvise their way through the unknown. With the help of an old, insane time traveler named Ernie Bentley, who was being hunted by a maniac with a baseball bat. Josh, get over here! The raccoon got stuck in the blender on my time machine! What? Uh, th that's not a raccoon. That's a dog? Meredith, what happened? It's not my blood. Will they save us? Everybody calm down. Put the gun down. Put the gun down. Oh, you know Diamond Joe wouldn't do anything to hurt you. Will they make it back to our reality? He did have direction. Direction was no direction. Hello, hello. Uh, sir, sir, I'm a, last time I'm telling you, I'm not a dog. Oh, fancy a cobbly wall. On you, Jimmy Jam. Hello. Huh? Oh, oh, a little bit of, oh, oh, oh. A little bit of in and out. You know what I mean? Mark's going to be pissed. Find out on Pointless Discussions every Tuesday, wherever you listen to podcasts, and on Magic Squirrel Network on Facebook. In the event of my death, I want it to be known my safe word was platypus. This podcast is rated R for drug use, harsh language, constant nudity, 
and an overabundance of stupidity.